Hello. We're on. Is it on? Yeah. Is it recording? We're recording. Hi, guys. Hi. <laughs> AJPT? Oh, no, AJPT. you're Abby JPT. Abby JPT. Yes, I did just change my handle. Any um, reason for that? Too many AJs. Well, I just, feel, I don't know. I'm, I'm doing like an actual course at the moment on social media and just how to like grow it. And oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like a three-month course. Um, it's called the Social Media Saloon with this lady called Jera. Anyway, she's just talking us all through. It's like a 12-week thing and she just um, talked us all through like just how it's, we're at like the presentation stage and I think just AJPT was a bit too short and it just didn't right. really – not much to it. Yeah, so I mean, I've gone to search your social media before and stalk. And stalk. I was like, stalk, yeah, yeah, <laughs> of course, just I'm for joking, the uh, joking, yeah. just for the fit pics. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was like, oh, there's a lot of AJs, AJPTs. Is there? So yeah, yeah. So I like Abby J. Yeah, Abby, J. and then you, you just know my name's Abby. So people start yeah. calling me AJ, and I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. But no one's ever called me AJ. That's before, not my name. So that's not my name. Don't call yeah, me. well, no. just like my <laughs> name isn't like Kayla Lee or yeah. Kaylee. What get, is your name? I get Kayla. <laughs> is it Kayla? No. What no, is it? it's not even Kayla. It's Michaela. See, yeah. It's Michaela Molvog, and not many people know that. They Mulvog. just I was also wondering how to pronounce your last name. Yeah, Mulvog. they they call me. Um, what nationality? Kaylee. And I'm like, there's an A there anyway. Like, <laughs> Lee's my middle name. Um, Mulvogue is like a cross between Irish and French. Oh. Yeah, the mull and then the vogue. That's interesting. It means son of fashion. Oh. Just a little bit of trivia there. Yeah, great. <laughs> yeah. So the J stands for Jane, right? No. Oh. Jennifer. Oh. Yeah. Abby Jennifer. Abby Jennifer. Layton. Very formal. Jennifer Layton. Yeah. Yes. That's um, who we're speaking to right now. That is who you're speaking to right now. Yeah. Hi. Great introduction. Hello. Great intro. Thanks for having me. I'm a bit nervous, but yeah. we'll get there. <laughs> Don't be. I mean, like, we just went straight into it. So, Abby, you own a gym in Melbourne called The Fit Collective. That's correct. I do. It's a um, small personal training studio in Turak Village. Yep. Um, have you been to Turak? You, you mm, I've been, Village yeah, before. when yeah. I lived in Melbourne, I visited Turak. It's a very yeah. nice area. Yeah, we should have come down and we should have done a session. Um, yeah, so it's a small little boutique personal training studio in the heart of Turak Village. Yeah. Um, and there's four of us who own it together. So me and my three business partners, Kieran, Lockie and Chris. Um, we started that about, <clears throat> I think it was October 2018, we started that. So we've been working together for at a different studio like years ago like for five years I think we've been working together down um at Como Village do you know where Como is uh no I don't think I know where that is Corner Turak and Chapel yep um and we were working for someone else and to be honest she was just a bit of a horrible operator not a very nice lady so you banded together and so yeah we consp- conspired <laughs> yeah pretty much <laughs> we actually had to um do it secretly I think we actually came about the idea there was because there was about 10 trainers or so that worked at this gym and they were all lovely but us four really connected like it was just we were always hanging out and then we were meant to have a big staff party one year but for some reason the woman who owned the um, gym cancelled it and we were like you know what let's go off and do our own staff party like just the four of us have a Christmas party and we got so drunk Mm -hmm. and we were like you know what we're gonna open our own gym (laughs) the best ideas come from yeah and we were absolutely all wasted and we're like yes and we cheersed it and then like I think six months later or something I get a message from the boys and they were like we've actually been seriously thinking about this like let's all sit down and properly plan it 
Um, so we planned it for like a year and then it took us so long to find a space, to mm. find the space to actually, like we went back and forth and trying to find the perfect space to fit it out and everything. Um, and then we found it and then we had to do it all in secret. So we did this for months and months without her knowing. So we all worked there still. Yeah. Without her knowing. And there were two boys that, the one, two of my business partners that, um, were working with Donna as well, were actually on contract, so they were like full-time employees, so it was a lot harder for them to leave, whereas me and Kieran were like, we could just sort of pack up and go whenever we wanted. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so they had to plan, we had to, well, this one day we all went in and we had to plan our mass exodus together, so like Lockie went first and then quit and then walked out and Aww. she just like was like, okay, just leave right now. And then Chris went in and had a meeting, scheduled a meeting, left, he walked out, got walked out and me and Kieran were just like training people like, oh my God, what is going on? And then I went in and then Kieran went in and then we all just had to leave. And so was this like all in the space of one day? Yeah. All four of you yeah. left? And then <gasps> basically, and then so that was a Friday and we'd pretty much organized everything. So we built the whole studio in secret Yep. Um, <clears throat> and then we started on the Monday down the road. Sorry, I'm just closing no, that's this okay. door. Close the door. We just have some uh, sirens in the background. That's okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so mass exodus on one day and then pretty much all, because we weren't allowed to technically take our clients because yeah. they obviously were part of her gym. Of course, yeah. Um, but, I mean, we'd been telling our clients for months and months that we've been doing this in secret, so they all <clears throat> came with us. So oh. we basically started fresh on a Monday with a – Full gym and full gym of clients, which was really exciting. Wow, that's epic. Yeah. Yeah, great um, work. And so I guess like where is the starting point? So like do you have to have anything before you actually go looking for the gym? Um, you just go looking for the space? No, first? we just jumped on um, realestate.com, the commercial real estate, and we were looking for months just yep. at the, the perfect spot. So we knew that we wanted just like – I think our – I mean, it's quite, it's a, it's big enough. I don't know if you've seen in the photos, like it looks quite small. It's quite mm-hmm. skinny and small. Um, we didn't want anything too big enough for four people. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and yeah, we just checked out a few places. It was actually, that was probably the hardest thing, I yeah. think, finding the space to yeah. do it. Um, and then. And then decking it out, getting all the equipment. demoing it. So yeah, we did the whole demo ourselves. So it was actually a, it was a bit of a shit box before we renovated. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, so we did the full demolition. We went in one day and like smashed everything down. And How which fun. Which was really cool. Yeah, we got plans drawn up for the renovations of the bathrooms and everything. Is this while you were still working at we the We're still gym? working, yeah. So we did yeah. this the whole time. Yeah. Weekend job. Yeah, we yeah. literally had the – because it's on a main road as well. So – and Donna oh, – sorry, I shouldn't say her name. <laughs> <laughs> Top secret. I hope she's not listening. This, no. um, like a woman could easily like – drive up and down and see us walk into this place so we had it like barricaded and every time we'd walk in to go like work there or something or fix something up or we'd always have to wear hoodies and like um, (laughs) like something in disguise top secret mission absolutely um so that was really fun and I think it took us two months to from from when we got the keys to demo and to paint it and to fit it out and everything and to quit and to equipment yeah and to quit and to walk out (laughs) yeah full two months and we yeah got it done and I, I think we we were going to rent all the equipment, but we ended up buying it. It was a lot cheaper in the long run to yeah. buy it outright. Um, and I didn't have anything to do with that, luckily. Three, <laughs> we all have our roles. Like, I'm no good with equipment. Yeah. <laughs> so, Lockie, one of my business partners, he takes control of the equipment. So, he just, like, decided yeah. what we were having. And so, what, and what were you, the interior decorator? I am oh, – I wasn't even the interior the decorator. I was the admin girl. Okay. And the aesthetics – and yeah, sort of the aesthetics and – 
the Instagrammer. I guess I sort of built our Instagram up. The social side of the things. The social side of things. The website. I built the website and then did all like the mind body things. I got the mind body sorted. Systems and, and stuff Systems like that. and admin and yeah. I still am the admin girl. Had you had any previous experience with that from your past gym? Yes. Or? So not from the gym. So I... Before I became a personal trainer, I I was actually never planning on becoming a personal trainer. So I <clears throat> was doing business, studying business, and this is before I even got into health or anything. I was studying business. Well, that's handy. Yeah, I was studying <laughs> business at Monash University um, right out of school. And as a side job, I was working at a gym as a receptionist. Oh. Just doing all that sort of stuff. So it was pretty much exactly the same layout not exactly the same but it was a small studio where there was like eight trainers and I was just the girl on the admin doing all the payments and sorting out all the schedules and everything like that so I'd worked with mind body then so I knew it really well from then that's where I sort of learned everything um and then one of the um owners of the gym was like hey abs we need a trainer why don't you jump on the other side of the door and like so I did my course and then I ended up um quitting there anyway once I finished my course and my lecturer from where I did my um, course was like hey I really think you're great I know another gym that's hiring like when I finished my cert three and four he was like why don't you come down and have a chat and that's when I met Don like Chris and all my business partners working at this other place and I yeah. got a job there and met them there so um where was I going with that? So <laughs> your experience. My experience. Yeah. Yes. So I yes. had a lot of experience with that sort of stuff. Yeah. So you almost like all these all these other places are kind of just like a stepping stone to where you are now with yeah. your own gym. Yeah. In your own books and everything like yeah, that. Absolutely. I mean, I'm sure I'm sure the gym that you were working at before as well, like it gave you some sort of experience in, in how to run a gym and how maybe and not to run a gym if yeah. you guys weren't really happy oh, absolutely. Um, with how it was being run uh, and things absolutely. like that. Absolutely. And you need to take care of your staff. I think yeah. that's that's one thing I've learned. And, I mean, did she ever find out? Did Donna ever find out? About the gym. Yeah, oh, about you yeah. guys so opening the as gym. As soon as we quit, I think like the next day she found out. Oh, like, because of all the um the clients that yeah, left as everyone well? everyone left. Yeah, she, right. defi- she definitely found out. She – um. Yeah, and but she did didn't. you ever hear from her? So we actually didn't straight away. The funny thing was we um, didn't straight away, but then a year later we got this um, – this is really strange. We got this letter in the mail saying that we – she'd copyright – no, she'd patent our name or something. So – and that, that we said that <clears> – <throat> was it copyright our name or something? So we, we hadn't copyrighted our name or something for the business, the Fit Collective. We, like, hadn't done that. But she did. So she said she wrote us an email saying that we needed to change our branding – Oh, so she maliciously did that. Yeah, as soon as, and I know that takes a year for that to be approved or something. So she must have done it as soon as we left. And then we got a letter like a year later saying that we needed to change everything. But we just ignored it and it went away. (laughs) (laughs) We never changed it. I love that. That's how, yeah, I know, I know. I know people who do that with their lesson. problems. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just forget your problems. Yeah, and it just goes away. Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> or just run away from it, or just like a pay it away, or something yeah. like that. Well, it worked. She never came back. So yeah, I think she's doing alright now. I think the gym that we were working at has now closed, but she's doing something else. So I wish her well. No hard feelings. Yeah. Good. No, I mean you're going well, so it's all good. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's great. It's really great. I love it. Awesome. And so that was 2018. That was pre-COVID, right? That was pre-COVID. So we, yeah, so we opened 2018. We had a full 2019 great year. Yeah. And then 2020 happened. Mm, and especially being the in Melbourne. That was, that was a yep. tough year. So it was really hard. Give yeah. us a rundown what happened. Then. I mean, so we <clears throat> were forced to close, obviously, as, as many gyms were. Yeah. 
Um, and for the first couple of weeks, we were in limbo with what we were allowed to do and what we weren't allowed to do. But then we soon found out we were allowed to train in the park. Yep. So we found a park. We found Como Park and we literally packed up our whole gym yep. and trained down there every day, rain, hail or shine. I mean, not hail. I wouldn't train there. Because <laughs> cool, it's, it's a personal training studio, but you do group classes. So, right? no, it's predominantly one-on-one group classes. Okay. I mean, one, predominantly one-on-one, one-on-two training. We do um, group classes just in the evening. So, yep. we don't really focus too much. And then we've got like one one every night. Okay. And then one on a Saturday. So, mainly one-on-ones. Um, I think with COVID, we weren't even allowed to train more than one person or one at one stage when yeah. it was a really bad lockdown. Social we weren't even allowed to train more than two people together if they weren't in the same household or something. I can't even, like, it feels like a distant memory. It's actually so crazy yeah. that that was happening. Like, what happened? <laughs> like, everyone just blanked it out that it's year. Honestly, <laughs> it really has. Um, yeah, I actually woke up this morning and I was looked at the thing and I was like, thank fuck I'm not on my way to the park. Like, it yes. Was, it was horrendous. Yeah. And I'm so bad with the cold. Like, I hate the cold mm. and melbourne weather and melbourne. <laughs> and melbourne and it was just it was a really hard four months i think was it four months i thought you guys longer. were in lockdown for like eight months or nine months it or could something. have been longer i think there was a couple of, there was like <clears throat> the first one wasn't so bad and then those two weeks they let us back in and they yeah. gave us like a little taste yep and then it went really bad yeah. and then we had to go eight weeks purely online so there was eight weeks where we weren't even allowed in the park yeah um and then we were allowed in the park again. And then we opened up in November again. So, I mean, like, we were really lucky in the sense that all of our clients, I feel like everybody, the first lockdown, everyone kind of was like, oh, this is like a little bit of a holiday. I'm going to be really lazy and sit in front of the TV and eat all the food. Yeah. Second lockdown, they were like, shit, okay, I can't let that happen again. Yeah. So, everyone was super keen to train. They had the money to train. They had the time to train. It was like something, a reason to get out of the house. Yeah. Really good for their mental health. So, I think, yeah, we just, all our clients were really happy to keep training through so we were actually really lucky we did quite well in COVID oh that's awesome <clears throat> yeah, yeah that's great to hear <laughs> and how did the the switch to online go it was good so at the first lockdown we as a studio we used to because all our group classes and stuff we just like create a little whatsapp group and we'd send them just like videos that they could do all day and then we did lots of facetimes so most of our clients had like dumbbells at home and we yeah. just basically turn out all of our clients but face like on a facetime phone call yeah <clears throat> or zoom and then the second lockdown um i created my lives with aj um little i did like a six-week challenge i think it was so you had like a group of people yeah so i had like i did like a little i started doing lives on my instagram it's like a free i saw everyone was doing it and i was so nervous to do it but i was like fuck it i'll just do it and then good I, I it pushed did, you out of your comfort pushed zone. It out of my comfort zone ended up loving it um and then I think I had like at the start I had like thirty odd like odd people doing it with me every Saturday morning, which was That's which amazing. was great. And That's then great. the six week strict lockdown happened, and I was like, right, I'm gonna just do something to keep people really accountable. Like, what can I do to keep people like mental health is like everyone was really struggling. I was like, let's yeah. create like a little community vibe. So I created a private little Instagram page, <clears throat> and I did like a lives with AJ six week challenge. So it was like 40 bucks for six weeks. Super cheap. I was like, yeah. sign up. We'll do a fitness test at the start. We'll do a fitness test at the end. Every Sunday, I'll release the schedule. We did four lives a week together. It was always different. <clears throat> and then we just sort of like tracked it along the way. And I just 
Yeah, it was like six weeks and people fucking loved it. I had like 250 people sign up for that. Wow, yeah. that's epic. Which was really that's cool. That's so good because I think, yeah, you do need that accountability, accountability as well. And the community, yeah. It was so training good. at home. Oh, my oh. God, absolutely. Yeah, and so I'd have like 100 people like on a live on like a Wednesday morning and I loved it. It was so good. And I think that really got me through the lockdown as well because I really struggled. Yeah. But having that <coughs> community and like knowing that I needed to show up for them and have them like, message me after a live being like that was so great like started my day so well type thing so yeah I really loved that it was great and then that was six weeks and then I think the lockdown ended and then I've just sort of that's still going so I'm not I don't yeah. have 250 people anymore I think I've got about 100 and something yeah. still going yeah I was just gonna ask I was gonna be like so now are you content now that it's over you're continuing the yeah online. so it's just an online um subscription now just for people who want to work out at home so I've got majority of people that like working out at home or that like a bit of both so they like the yep. a lot of my clients do like two sessions with me and then they'll do like two sessions at home yeah in the lives and they're all on an instagram page that are saved so they've got like hundreds of archived like yeah workouts that they can just go to and do which yeah. is great that's <clears throat> great yeah totally i mean like some good things to come out of covid like i absolutely, mean absolutely awpt yeah. course came out of covid which exactly, is exactly absolutely great and that's how we are so here good. that's how we are here today yeah, yeah that's exactly. how we connected yeah and met amazing i've met I think I met like one of my really good friends now, Lucy. <clears throat> she does Pilates. She did Pilates and she, we connected through COVID. And I was just like, I need a Pilates instructor. Do you want to like take, teach Pilates? And now we're like really good friends. So yeah. there's always a silver lining that will come out of something bad, I think. Yeah, amazing. I think, yeah, the world probably <clears throat> definitely needed it to sort of like slow down and really find out what's important and Absolutely. what direction you want to go in. And how important your health and mm. physical movement is as yeah. well. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly, 100%. And especially for your mental health as well. Absolutely. I'm taking, I think a lot of people, you know, push that to the background and, and sort of don't think about it when they're busy yeah, as 100%. well. Like when you're so busy, when you're on your go, it's like you can kind of escape it, distract yeah. yourself a little bit. 100%. But like, you know, being in isolation, it's sort of you like can't. It's forced. the forefront of your mind, 100%. Yeah. yeah. And I honestly think it's – I think exercise is just the best thing that you can do for your mental health. Like, yeah. Other than, like, seeing a psychologist and all of those other things. But yeah. exercise is just a, such, such a great outlet. And I know that, yeah, so many of my clients, like, really needed that. Yeah, 100%. I wouldn't have got through lockdown without, <clears throat> no without way. exercise and, and without a community of without people. Like, yeah. Yeah, like, finding that community, I think, is so important. Yeah. Yeah, especially being in social I- social isolation. Yeah, as yeah. well. How long were you guys in lockdown there for? You were in Canada. Yeah. Well, when I got there, it was open. It shut down. It was kind of still restrictions. And then when it was Boxing Day, Boxing Day went into lockdown, and then it didn't. Still not. It didn't yeah. open until like just when I left in February or something like that. I've got my best friends living in Toronto. Yeah. Is that, that's not that's where I were. was. That's where you were? Yeah. She says that they've just gone back into a They've gone week, into, yeah. And they are not even to, allowed to leave the house for exercise. This is the third This is the third wave. Why is it going like, in the opposite direction? Are the people not listening? It's because they're half-assing it. Yeah, It's okay. because Australia did it really well. They were really, really, really strict. strict. Yeah. And it was like... I feel like Australians do. We just kind of listen and... Yeah. Like, we're a little bit of a nanny state. Americans where it's are like, like, fuck that. I'm not going to do that. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> do what I want. Exactly. Yeah. And they've got more people over there, so it's yeah. a lot more difficult to control as well. But they're just kind of like, okay, we're in lockdown. We're shutting gyms. We're shutting uh, some things, things. but, you know, 
whatever. The, the like mall is open it. or like um, the, the liquor store is open or something like that. So yeah. they're kind of like they don't want, I guess, like uproar because everything's, everything's shut. shut. But then at the same time, they're trying to keep the people who are like um, – you know, who want to rebel, like, mm. happy as mm. well. So they're trying to, like... Please everyone. You yeah, they're trying that. to please everyone and they're not pleasing <laughs> anyone. never please anyone. Everyone. Yeah. And now I've heard that they're really slow in rolling out the vaccine as well. Here? No, in well, Australia? No, in yeah, but in Canada as well. Oh, I didn't hear about that. I but I heard here there was, oh, like, some terrible. issues with it as well. But, I mean, we're pretty safe now, hopefully. We are very safe. You're probably really glad that you moved back. Yes, for a number I of reasons. Hey, yeah, <laughs> for a number of reasons. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Blessing in disguise, and you know everything's open. But oh, story, like I had COVID back in November. Did you have COVID? In, oh yeah, my god, yeah. you've had the COVID. Yes, yeah, someone gave it to me after coming that. back from the states. Oh my god, how do you feel? Were you run? Did you like? Did you have symptoms? Uh so I didn't know it was actually COVID at the very start okay so, so this was at like the beginning when you it was um yeah so I just felt smashed I just felt smashed for like two days yeah. didn't feel like exercising um just felt like my body needed a rest and yeah. it was just like I don't know I'd been kind of training hard so I was like oh maybe my nervous system was just fried and I just need to have just a bloody relax. rest yeah, take a break yeah <laughs> exactly and um yeah and then I felt really nauseous one morning and like that passed and then, you know, had a little bit of a cough, didn't have a fever or anything like that. And then the telltale sign was like a few days later, I lost my taste and my smell. Oh no. And, and you're so, like, oh, it's yeah. COVID, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> so then when I got back to Australia, what happened was, is like I had, had to get a negative COVID test, um, leaving Canada, had to get a negative COVID test, uh, back in Australia and then at day 10 in quarantine I came back positive like my swab because I'd flown through the states so I'd flown from Toronto to um oh Chicago Chicago to San Fran San Fran to so you actually picked it up again well they thought I might have so what they did <clears> is they did a blood test and they did another swab and so the blood test came back positive for antibodies okay but the swab came back negative, negative. so it wasn't an acute infection it was just like I have, wow. so I have the antibodies. antibodies now. So and that I, came up in like the th- this one of the swabs, not the last one, but. Uh, yeah, so apparently like, like it's not, yeah, it's um like, I don't know, it comes up on your RNA or whatever. She said something like that. So they were looking, they were like, you're looking at an extended quarantine and I'm like, fuck oh no. I actually want to pick your brain about quarantine. Like how it was, was it? Was it hell? It was did you pretty. Ha- did you have a window, like a window? Tough. Did you have fresh air? Um, yeah, I was lucky. I got a place with a balcony. Okay, so, good. Oh my gosh. So I was, yeah, I was really like, I requested, like, uh, I would too. Like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm, yeah, because yeah. I was like, I'm coming back from like lockdown, winter, Canada, like all this sort of You're stuff. You're in Sydney, weren't you? Yeah, Sydney. Yeah, yeah, Sydney. And um, were you allowed out at all? Exercise? Nothing. Um, they so the place that I was at had um like airtime. Okay. So they allowed you out for 20 minutes a day and I just ran. I'll take it. I, I know. I just like, it was I'll like a anything. little courtyard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There was like a little courtyard in this quarantine hotel and I just ran up and f- 
up and down. And actually, I also hired a bike. Okay. So you can oh, hire, yeah. That's cool. You can hire. Um, like an exercise moving bike or no, like a Just like a stationary bike, bike into yeah. your hotel room. I'd do that for sure. I'd yeah. bike all day. That's all I'd do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I had that as well. And like that, like those things were like my savior. Yeah. And I guess you, you work predominantly, well, like all online now. So I yeah. guess you had, so you would have had your work oh. to keep you busy. Yeah. My so community, fine. like yeah. you guys, like a hundred percent helped me through so much yeah. like more than you guys know so <laughs> appreciate you yeah that, that's good yeah something to do I guess yeah you'd go mad if you had no work yeah or oh my gosh I just couldn't even so then I came back home to Sydney and I was like all right I need a timeline on the amount of time I can actually spend at my parents house and then and then you're like, out I was like, yep, tour. All right, going all around Australia, Melbourne, Brisbane, Perth, <laughs> Adelaide, like get me out. So and funny. yeah, and who knows what'll what'll be next. Go next. What is the plan when you, you don't know? Um, I don't have a return ticket from Perth. Oh wow, okay. Yeah. So we'll see Great. what happens. You might stay in Perth, would you? Maybe. My best friend lives there, so okay. stay there for a while. Yeah, we've never lived together, so uh, she's always like, come to Perth, come live with me. You'd love it. Like it's on the beach. It's super cheap. Like it's meant to be amazing. I and the weather's going to be good. It's going to be winter. So, and nice like, there. I just went from winter and then I, I feel like I just chased the, the winter. winter. That's not a good thing to do. Yeah. You chase I mean, sun. I love snowboarding and stuff like that, but it's time to like have some yeah, warm weather some and sun, some sun. Definitely. Oh gosh. I'm really going to struggle this winter. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Melbourne's hot. I've spent a a winter in Melbourne too. Yeah, hard, hard work. <laughs> no, but I um, I did a FaceTime. My one of my clients was in quarantine. She went from moved. She moved from Melbourne to um, Queensland through the because I think she was just really isolated and alone. Oh, and yeah. I was like, I need to get out of here. My family's in Queensland, so she did the two weeks quarantine. Mm-hmm. So she's like, I need to FaceTime you like every day. So like, do a session. Yeah. So I dialed in with her and like. She didn't have a balcony at the start. Like, she didn't have any way of getting fresh air or, like, anything. That would be hard. And then I think a week in, she complained and they, they let her – because she had a balcony, they just wouldn't open the door. Yeah. And then eventually – Oh, yeah. right. And then eventually they let her open oh, the door so that's she could have some fresh air. She said it was life-changing. Yeah. Yeah, that literally. <laughs> literally. Like, I was, like, on my balcony, like, when the sun sort of hit it at the right angle, I was like – yeah, like get on my skin. Yeah, and yeah. Then I've got another friend who came from LA, and she did two weeks in quarantine in Sydney as well. But she didn't have anything for two, like no, just a room, not even allowed out mm. for two weeks. Mm. I'd go mental. Do they do like mental health checks, like calls, or they, they do? do? They have yeah. a psychologist and everything. Yeah, yeah, they have nurses come round and like check on you throughout the day. They do like obs and stuff like that, and they call you up and check on you all the time and, and have chats with you and talk to you so yeah it was really good in that okay, regard there was, there was I some support have to, really, yeah. yeah and then yeah I just had my family calling me friends calling me like just try to talk to people to pass the time as much as you can and the food and watch a whole Netflix oh, of Netflix. Bridgerton <laughs> oh no Bridgerton. I never watch <laughs> Netflix I never watch like anything if there's going like to be a time you watch Netflix it's going to be in quarantine <laughs> yeah exactly and I watched that whole series in like two days oh or something God, like so that because everyone was just talking about it and I was like yeah yeah it's actually Watch pretty it. good did you like it I haven't watched it um it yeah game. it was actually quite good. good yeah I liked it um and the food was yeah, horrible was, food? was it bad yeah so it was like cereal and milk for breakfast and then frozen meals for dinner and then um what was lunch oh sandwiches like packed sandwiches um I got my 
dad to like bring me some stuff. stuff and you can get uber eats like you can order stuff yeah. um for the first week but then i was kind of just like yeah fuck it like i don't want to let this food go to waste yeah. so like you've just yeah. gotta you just gotta eat it yeah it's your only option absolutely yeah yeah very interesting though mm. yeah I mean, I feel like I'd want to do it just to say that I've done it, but I don't want to do it. Oh, my God. Like, I definitely don't want to do it. It's going to be a story because, like, I mean, my whole last year was travel. So, it was – so, I had to self-isolate. So, the first time I self-isolated was, like, right in March at the very start of it. Came back from Vancouver to Melbourne, actually. Mm. Um, And had to self-isolate in just an Airbnb for two weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Self-isolate. And then what else? So, then – yeah, went back to – oh, then, yeah, travelled from, like, when everything started to open up in Australia a little bit, went over to Canada and had to self-isolate in Toronto, like, in an Airbnb there for two weeks. Um, and then, yeah, coming back, having to quarantine for two weeks. It's going to be a story for the kids. Yeah. <laughs> for the grandkids. <laughs> like, kids. what, what, oh, 2020, what was that? Absolutely. I agree. Yeah, everyone's going to have a story. Like, everyone's going to... What were you doing in 2020? 2020. It's going to be the year. No one will ever forget it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Good. To, yeah, there were pros and cons. Yeah. Absolutely. But a lot of... Yeah, like we were saying, like, a lot of good things came out of it. So, you know, um, your That's online stuff with with the gym and, like, the, um, the AWPT course and things like that. Yeah. So, um, I guess continuing on from your online stuff that you were doing after COVID. So now you're doing a social media course. Um, And so what does that involve? So social media course. So I think that's one thing, sorry to interrupt, is like one thing that us as coaches, we know training and we know exercise and we know things to that. But the business side of things things, is something we're struggling. So luckily you have a business background. Yeah. Um, But yeah, is there any like tips or anything that you can give our coaches for you know tips in terms of social media and absolutely. marketing well, I mean, yourself marketing yourself i think social media is an absolutely amazing tool for you to do that obviously you know like it is free advertising essentially yeah um so it's just doing it yeah it is doing it and it is uh it's a it's really hard the i've, I've of our existence. It's really, yeah 100 percent. like i love social media it is absolutely amazing and the fact that you can connect with people and yeah. educate people and build communities and everything but it's also very time consuming mm. it's not great for your mental health yeah like i would much rather do this i would much rather sit down with someone in and person have a chat. and chat yeah than like put my face on the camera on yeah instagram stories or like post a photo every day 100 percent, 100 percent. it's really hard so i've i mean i might not seem it on my page but I've, I've really not not struggle with instagram but i'm like i double th- like i think like question everything and i'm like oh god what are people gonna think i worry a lot about what people think and i think I'd, i mean I'd, like those reels that you do are hilarious oh, i know but i just like I, I post them i'm like for the next day i'm like oh god everyone's gonna hate they're so good <laughs> I, like do you get good feedback on them i do no yeah i do so i, I feel like the last year before like i think covid kind of helped me with this as well because I I think the whole community with your pat like if you're starting an Instagram I think a community is just the most important thing that you can try and build like education and everything is really important and you're going to grow that community from providing good content and like engaging with your audience but I think <clears throat> with my Instagram I always felt really lost with what I was posting and didn't really feel like I had a very strong community and still I, until I started lives with AJ because mm-hmm. then I had like 250 people that were like 
relying on me and that I could like really talk to and engage with throughout the whole time. And I think that confidence of talk, I never spoke to my stories ever. Like yeah. you'd never, well, like on Abby JPT. Something I really struggled with. Would have never seen me talking to the camera like ever until I started doing it with Lives with AJ. And it was just so easy on that page because I knew <clears throat> that they I don't know, I just felt no judgment in that little, like, yeah. little space. Because they came to see you. They came to see me. They were paying to see me. Like, they, they, yeah, they wanted to be, not that my Abby JPT don't want to be there, but I think because people obviously follow me, ju- not just for my content on Abby JPT, whereas, like, they might follow me because they know me, which mm. is also scary. Yeah. Because um, I worry about what, I think I worry about people that know me the most, what about my content. But with Lives with AJ, yeah. I knew that they were there for a reason and I'd built this little community and I just was like, posting for them and I think that's what's really important you need to find your niche and like find your community and you need to post whenever you're making a post you need to be talking to them yeah I think and like on your stories you need to be jumping on and keeping them accountable so I think that gave me the confidence to then speak on like stuff like you know what if I can do it on Abby J on lives with AJ I can do it on Abby, Abby JPT so then this year I started taking this course and it's just all about there's heaps of different elements, but it is all about how you show up on social media and you're finding your why yeah. and um, branding and how your social media looks. And I think we're only up to like week five, but we're at, the, at the moment we're just talking about like your message and how you're the way you speak and write captions and all of that sort of stuff. But I think what I've learned so far is the most important thing is if you're starting out on Instagram, you just the community is like the best thing that you can try and build. Yeah. Um, and just engaging with the audience and giving them really valuable content that they can learn from. I think it's important to like, instead of like look at me content, you want to do like learn from me content. Yeah. And I think, and I think Instagram's shifting in that way. I think it used to be like five years ago, it all used to be like, look at me, like, look at this holiday I'm going on, look at how good this is, look at this new dress or whatever. But now it's like really shifting people don't want to see that anymore yeah they don't care about that stuff I've definitely noticed that like I I look at some accounts and um yeah ones that are sort of like all about them all about like what they look like and yeah and I'm wearing yeah and I mean people still love that like I mean there's heaps of influencers and stuff that still post like them at a cafe and people are like oh my god fuck yeah but like I feel like a majority of people now they don't want to see that stuff and I think also as well keeping in mind like who you're actually speaking to like who you're providing like are you providing content for likes yeah exactly you're just doing it you could easily post something um like I don't know like your ass and it's going to get heaps of likes and things like that but then is that helping anyone yeah is it yeah is it who you're I mean like what's your product yeah I mean maybe if you have an OnlyFans like that's great you're giving them what like a sneak peek of what (laughs) they want or like a booty band program that you're like but even still yeah and then then, yeah go make your money like how you're going to make your money like if that's if that's your audience and that's who you want to attract yeah if you don't want to attract like I know, for example, like seedy um, old men that are just gonna yeah for AWPT. I'm, yeah, I'm you don't want that. Males and female coaches who um you know want education want exactly. to learn. So, so you're not gonna be posting. You've got to be careful with like hundred percent. And I think that's really hard as well. Like I even notice when I post a photo, like every now and then I'll post a photo in like bikini. Like I went to Byron the other day and I think I posted mm. in a bikini and it got like two thousand likes, which mm. is like a lot for me. And I was like, fuck, like that is just so, it's just annoying because mm. that sort of photo, whereas you, then you provide yeah. educational content that like people are gonna, like really going to benefit from, but it might only get like 500 likes. And you're like, I mean, you shouldn't worry about likes anyway, but it's, yeah. it's it can be really disheartening. So I think you really need to try and 
this course is really teaching me to not worry about yeah like the metric side of things and not worry about numbers yeah. and because that shit's not important. I mean, it's good for you to gauge what posts do well and how people are interacting with things, but yeah, I think really try not to focus on the numbers is also really important as yeah. well. Yeah, I mean, don't even get me started on that sort of stuff. But, you know, like I think sometimes, like, because I've started posting like a few more, like I've started doing, getting out of my comfort zone doing photo shoots and things like that. Yeah. But <clears> even <throat> then, like, I mean, I try to keep them tactful and things like that, but even then, like, I find that the most hype comes from girls like on those photos on yeah, those types like of photos as well. and it can be kind of inspiring as well like I want to make sure that I'm not sending out the wrong message or anything like that or contributing more to the problem of yeah. like comparison and things like that yeah but um I just feel like you know I'm a normal person and I can like I can do this you can do it too kind of thing and I feel like if you show that like the behind the because you took us behind the scenes for that sort of thing for your photo shoot yeah. which I loved and they sort of like they responded well to that yeah, and and it's just I don't know, like I just feel like it's like yeah, if you if if one of us can and you know same thing again like on the stories, like I was like I can't do this, I yeah. can't do face to camera, like it's cringe, it's not me, blah blah blah. But literally, like, and people told me this when I was first getting started, they were like, it's just practice. I know practice, and I was honestly. like, don't tell me that. Yeah, and then like literally, like fuck, like it is literally, it is, it is practice, hundred yeah. percent. And like this is your first podcast, and look how yeah. great you're doing. And you're like, I'm freaking out about this podcast. <laughs> I was freaking out, everyone freaking out. I messaged Kayla before, and I was like, I can't do it no um but that's what I mean I have like imposter syndrome like I feel like yeah I mean I think it's normal normal. yeah I think we all do and I think you know we worry so much about um what What other people think yeah and and not even like just what about people think it's like it's like am I staying true to myself are you going to keep asking yourself that and it's like you can change Mm. and you can adapt and like you know there will be likely be some resistance at the start like some people are going to be like what, what the, the hell? hell are you doing what the hell are you doing yeah but you know if it feels right to you then you go for it like yeah. you do what you, you do you want to do you do you 100 percent. yeah yeah but no I'm, ha- I'm having a lot of fun with those reels I feel like yeah I'm, I've got quite a creative like I'm quite creative in a way and I've always felt found it really hard to write a post and but they're write. so original is the thing I just I'm just trying to make them like relative like not relative relatable relatable that's yeah. what I'm looking for yeah yeah and I just yeah I just you look so natural on them and it's just like I don't think I haven't seen anyone else doing that so it's just it's really original and I think that's what makes it stand out yeah is is a lot of people copy a lot of people and it's just like yeah nothing sort of stands out but if you do something original I don't even know how it started I literally think it was that five-day lockdown and I was going mad yeah and then someone oh I went went and trained someone like in the park or something and she was like oh my cousin's doing this um oh what was it a 45 diet where they're eating a thousand calories a day and I was just like and don't eat carrots yeah oh and I was like oh for fuck's sake a thousand calories a day no and then I just I don't know created this skit with two people yeah that's the best (laughs) so I guess I mean like what's the plan going forward what's the plan with the fit collective um plan with with Abby J lives um well we've just hired someone so we've just hired a new trainer which is really exciting first first hire uh, no well we had Siggy last year oh yeah yeah we had a trainer last year but then COVID happened and that um anyway we won't get into that um <laughs> <laughs> so no we've just hired another girl and she's great so her awesome. name's Lainey yeah she's really great it's also really hard to find good personal trainers oh, yeah fucking hard to find yeah. good trainers they're like want to 
work for you and like stick around and yeah. put the work in. That's why I, I have this six month mentorship because it's like now I know what these ladies know. No, hundred percent. Yeah, they can help me because I'm gonna need help with yeah. this this whole thing. Definitely, so. that's so good. It's growing. Yeah, so exciting. Um, but no, we're so we'll just um our goal for the next probably twelve months is to build her diary up. So it's really hard to also as you know maybe to build up a diary from scratch yeah especially if like you know your branding like people you know follow you for you or 100%, like 100 or like there's referrals and like if my client or goes, your clients yeah yeah refer you. someone they're like oh they want to train with you they don't want yeah. to train with someone they don't know so yeah. majority of her new clients will probably be walk-ins or we'll probably go down the avenue of trying to maybe try some facebook ads again yep um so that's probably our 12 month plan with the fit collective to five month plan i actually don't know we haven't really had a meeting lately and, and worked that happens. out. Yeah. Um, I think probably to hire a few more. Our space probably wouldn't fit any more than seven trainers. Yeah. That's um, quite a few though. Yeah, it's quite a lot like in total. So we yeah. could have four of us and then three more. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also I did my Pilates course. I finished my Pilates course reform at the start of this year. So I'd, I'm like, my personal goal is to build up a few more Pilates. Did you do APPI? No, I did... Um, um, where Pulse did I do star. my course? Oh my God, I can't even remember where I did my course now. Universal Practice. Okay. It's a Pilates studio and there's three of them. There's Richmond, Fitzroy. It was very clinical. Okay. Yeah, cool. That was good. Yeah. Um. So my, my goal for that was to increase my diary with Pilates. Um. Awesome. I'll probably continue with the lives with AJ for the time being. I don't know if it'll go on forever. Lovely. I think. Yeah, um, but you know, like someone asked me that in my stories the other day. I did a little post and they're like, what are your five year, like what are your long-term goals? And I was like, you know what? Take it day by day. I actually don't have that many. Like, I'm just really enjoying Well, you never know. I think 2020 just showed us you never know what's going to happen. happen. So, even if you plan. Exactly. And I... You never know. I'm all about... I think this year is all about, for me, making small goals. I'm really, like, doing a lot of personal development um, and just enjoying each day as it comes up just turned 30 and I'm just like, you know what? YOLO. I just want to, like, say (laughs) yes to things. I just want to, like, do... Have fun. Great. Yeah. I guess that's me. Well, thanks so much for coming on. Ah, my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Yeah, that was great. It. I feel like yeah. I non-stop talk. I know. <laughs> right. And you were like, what am I going to talk about? What am I going to talk about? No, that was so, really great. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Can't wait to listen. You can. That's yes, the message. I can. Thank you so much. <laughs> Bye. Bye.